Hello, it's Tim calling from RadioGay.ca. Uh, we're an internet radio-based radio station, uh, similar to what you are, only you're doing, I think, podcasts only. We're doing trying to do the full meal deal up here in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. I also noticed that Diana's from BC. Anyway, long story short, I'm listening to one of your podcasts now, your first inch, and then I listen to the small dick one and so on. Long story short, uh, excellent programming. Very interesting. We're wondering if you'd be interested in uh, putting your podcast as part of our radio station programming. Uh, please get back to me. Excellent show. Keep it going, guys. Okay, bye for now. Resurrection Radio, episode number 14, for release on January 14, 2006. I'm your host, Sean, founder of Measurection.com, and with me is my penis posse. Hello, Diane, our girl tall goddess. Hello, Sean. How are you tonight? I'm doing good, good. How are you doing, Alan? I'm just fine, thanks. Josh? I'm great. And we got a new one with us tonight. Yay. A virgin. Michael Bicentennial Man. Hey, hello everybody. Glad to be here. It is great to have you here. Hi, Michael. For those that don't know, M- Michael's our uh, our Measurection Radio intern, and he's been with us as a voice in our head the last few episodes, but uh, we finally lured him in front of a microphone this week, so you guys can hear him too. And it will be much yes. less confusing to all of you if you can hear him at the yes. same time we do. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is my virgin show, guys, so... It's his, it's his virgin show. We'll have to be gentle with him. Yeah, yeah. Be gentle with me, guys. <laughs> to participate on Measurection Radio, you can call our dick phone. We have a new toll-free number for the one. U.S. and Canada. Yay, a new dick phone. 877-922-DICK. That's 877-922-3425. You can also leave us a message on Gizmo. And our username there is Measurection. Send us an email, radio at measurection.com, or visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. Well, guys, what do you think about that opening clip we did, that opening voicemail? That's exciting. It really is. It's nice to be appreciated. I screamed. (laughs) Radiogay.ca radio station out of uh internet radio station out of vancouver british columbia up there in your neck of the woods right Diane? Uh, yeah like i work in north vancouver i know very well actually where he is we know where he is what's cool about it is that it's several professional radio people who have been in radio for exactly for many many years and they they like what we're doing they're not amateur people they're a bunch yeah. of people that that are I look at it as there are a bunch of people trying to get off the ground what's going to be the future. It's the big time, folks. I've been listening to the station all week, ever since we got that voicemail. How and is it? I have to say, they're doing a really good job. Are they? Yeah. It's got of a little course. of everything. What was it like talking to him, Sean? He's a really, he's a really, Tim, Tim's his name. Tim's the yeah. station. The round mound of sound. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. He's a lot of fun. Well, and it's been kind of fun uh, working to, to for each of us to get our little mini bio 
together because they have the hosts of all the shows that they have on, on their network, uh, have many bios for them on their website. And we've been added. Yeah, we should say that we, we, we took, did take him up on the offer. <laughs> we are officially oh, yeah. on the schedule <laughs> yeah. Tuesday so, nights. Alan's right. We, we, we've been working this week to put our bios together, and they're all together. If you want to go check it out, it's radiogay.ca. There's a picture of Michael there. It's I hope they picture. have my other pick that Alan fixed for me because that new pick, I didn't like it too much. I didn't like the look. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you go there, they have a listing of all their programs. They have a great deal of programs. Um, and they have a they have a real nice description of our program. We're we're on the schedule Tuesday nights at nine p.m., which is Vancouver time. So that's midnight Eastern time, West Coast time. Tuesday night, and I'll read what they how they list the the description under Measure Action Radio. It says MeasureAction.com, the first and largest site on the internet devoted to discussing men's issues, the penis, size related insecurities, sexual dysfunction, sexuality, and confusion. Basically, anything relating to men in general. Measurection's tagline is discussing men at length, which is what they've been doing for over eight years. Measurection Radio's penis posse get together every week for a lively discussion, which includes on-topic male issues, as well as a lot of fun and humor. Past topics have included, do you peek at the urinal? When did you realize you had a small dick? Are you a shower or a grower? Have you ever tried auto fellatio? Sean and co-host Josh Tyler will be featured in an upcoming documentary entitled Bigger is Better, The Rise and Fall of Modern Masculinity, and were recently interviewed by GQ Magazine UK for their Does Size Matter article. Call and leave them a voicemail on Measurection Radio's Dick Phone, 877-922-DICK, toll-free in Canada and the U.S. And it's said hosted by Sean Yondo, Joshua Tyler, Alan G., Diane Steele, and Michael, a.k.a. Bicentennial Man. <laughs> well, there you go. Big time, folks. Big time. And you know that sounds so important, and every bit of it is true, and that's the coolest yes. part. Yep. So there's it's more nothing exposure. that is bullshit. Tuesday, it's on Tuesday nights after Tuesday Tickle Crew, and then uh, let's see, they've got uh, a jazz. They got a show called Jazz Thing on. Let's see, when Thursdays. They got Audio Lubricant, mm-hmm. Panorama Musical. I think that's the Spanish language. They got dance music. They've got uh, your midweek hump on Wednesdays. Let's see, queer country. Josh. <laughs> your midweek hump. He said hump. On. That was pretty gay, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't gay, honey. That was boy. That was pure male. Free range Fridays, martini lounge. They have a lot of cool personalities, too. A lot of them with photos. Uh-oh. Let me tell you about it. Oh, yeah? It's really the real reason... I think I know who you like. <laughs> I joined. I, I, I said yes to Tim just for this reason. Let's see. Let me go on over there. If you go to the personalities page and you scroll down, scroll all the way further than midway, you see the one that says, Robbie, our token Gaijin. Yes. yes. He's cute. Totally thought of you, honey. Hot. <laughs> go ahead, Diana. Hot. 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 That's He's the reason hot. I'm there, you know. That's the reason I said yes. <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I thought of Sean. Oh, my God, that's so funny. Creamy Asian. Because he is. He, he's a hot little boy. Listen to what it says under it. Uh, it says, this incredibly talented young Canadian-born Vietnamese first caught the eye and the ear of our godfather, the round mound of sound. That's Tim. And you think Tim and I, the round mound of sound, might have a little problem here. We may have to fight over this. <laughs> You've got the same taste the in men. and ear of the round mound of sound. I can't fight. You notice he puts I first. It's radio, yet he puts I first. Caught the eye. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is going to be fun for us. 
<laughs> I think it's you know more exposure, and we're we're happy to to be joining Radio Gay. Dot ca and Absolutely. people check it out it's a good station very 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 well done very well put together and you don't have to be a canadian to listen mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's world you know internet we radio share. worldwide <laughs> hello to our radio gay listeners and sean's finally into canada <laughs> yay <laughs> yeah welcome back sean <laughs> well i've been banned from canada you know i got thrown out <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna quietly whistle in the corner I, I really want to know what the story's about here. Well, you know, only a handful of people. Only a handful of people on the site actually know this story. Not even the round mound of sound, Tim, who invited us, knows this story. Doesn't know that you're, pay- you're banned. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I've been thrown out, but, at le- but you know, they're asking me to be on a radio station up there. Um, like Diane, I was in the adult adult um adult industry in the retail side retail side i wasn't in the movies (laughs) (laughs) we had similar jobs you know we managed stores uh did purchasing merchandising and um it's a little different down there though did you guys look at the story that i sent you i read it any of you read the story what do you think is that a bizarre story or what yeah i read the whole thing about the dallas laws anyway Thank God I don't work in Dallas. In Dallas, it's, uh, <laughs> we have a tr- we have problems with it. We we get issued citations for selling. You can rent, you can purchase, you can purchase, you can rent. I can't sell. If you're mm-hmm. in the business, you're not supposed to sell. All the stores sell, and uh, we get tickets. We get tickets from the police station in the mail. It says to avoid embarrassment, you need to come down. There's a warrant for your arrest. You got to come down. Wow! I chalked up thirteen of those. Well, thir- twelve for movies and one for the rabbit. <laughs> You're not allowed to sell toys the- either. Oh my God! You sold a stimulation device. Oh heavens! I did. You evil man. <laughs> and a lot of people have heard those sto- that story about the lady uh, right here outside of Fort Worth. It, it, I think the story was on primetime in 2020 about the lady who had one of those toy, adult toy parties, kind of like a Tupperware oh, party, yeah. invite yeah. all your friends Tupperware. over, and she got arrested. Remember that story? Yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. yeah. I got popped for the same thing, I, except I, mine was at a party. It was at the store. I sold it. Anyway. Their obscenity charges. I mean, these these are legitimate businesses. These are legitimate businesses that have business licenses in Dallas. Pay People taxes. People don't get that though. You don't understand that when you work in the when you work in the industry, it doesn't matter. I had to actually say to people, it's just as if I worked in a big department store. I. I hire people, I fire people, I train people, they have to do cleanup, I do, I order right. merchandise. Well, what the point I'm making is that the, the government takes the takes the money from them just like any other business, you know, just yeah. just like it's an office supply store. The government's taking the money and the taxes. And they don't bother going after the owners. Owners free, free and clear. It's the actual act of selling it. It's utter yeah, If the owner bullshit. of an S, it's called an SOB license, sexually oriented business. <laughs> And if <laughs> how ironic That's if funny. he if the owner of a business uh, of one of these businesses is popped for anything sexually oriented, he loses his license, so he cannot be behind the counter mm-hmm. so they paid us very well to run the stores for them here in Dallas. They have all kinds of rules they won't let us in here in 
in Dallas, you can't have a store next door to a store. They have to be a mile and so far apart from each other. They don't want little pockets and neighborhoods of these things. Anyway, I need to backtrack a little and, and say that I, I met someone on the Internet. What? A couple of years ago who lived in Toronto. Oh. <laughs> I say Toronto. They say Toronto. Uh, in <laughs> Toronto. Toronto, they say Tirana. I always wanted to go there. <laughs> it's a wonderful city. And I'd gone up there like four times, and I'd fallen in love with the place. Along with uh, the person that I was visiting. I wondered if you were going to add that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was quite the hesitation there. You would have been in great danger from him if you had not. I probably so. He's already in trouble for the, the token Gaijin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Robbie. Can I yell at me about that? <laughs> he's, he, he's a good sport. Like my fifth visit up there, it's the week of the Toronto Film Festival, and it's the second anniversary of... 9-11, I think. All the security, it was heightened security, U.S. and Canada. So a lot of rules had changed. You couldn't go over there with a birth certificate like before. You had to have a more identification. So I get over there, and I'm standing in that customs line after you get off the plane, just like always, waiting my turn. Normally there's some, some guy sitting there with a bag of Doritos, and he's saying, Welcome to Canada, come on in. He doesn't even check anything. Well, this time they're checking everything. We're a friendly bunch. You know, <laughs> come on in. They take my Texas driver's license and he swipes it through this thing like a credit card machine, marks my form and says, you need to go to that line over there. Uh-oh. Well, I, I thought, uh-oh, that's something different. So I go over to that line and a little girl comes up and she's like, well, hold on just a moment. And she goes to the back, and then she comes back, and she wants to know what I do for a living. Oh, the first thing she said was, Sir, why don't you level with me and tell me why you're really here? You're really here to visit your partner, aren't you? And I was like, what? You know, that came out of nowhere. Oh. It came out of left field. I don't even know. I, I have no idea. I didn't wear a dress. I wasn't wearing a petticoat or anything. <laughs> no pink you know, toque? <laughs> pumps or nothing. No, it was jeans and a sweatshirt. Oh, wasn't pink, was it? I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> Oh, oh, well, they'd always ask you, who are you visiting? Mm -hmm. Who are you visiting? Why are you here? What's the purpose of your visit? Well, I just told them who I was visiting and, you know, what I was doing. Booty call. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't say that. <laughs> that would have been the Let's see, I'd answer. taken a week off from work without pay. I had done reservations for a week at the Renaissance Sky Dome, a very nice hotel. Had planned on a good time. That's the one that overlooks the stadium, right? Connected to the stadium, to, to the Sky Dome. When you open the windows, you're on the field. It's really cool. Uh, she continued to question me. She wanted to know what I did, and uh, she rolled her eyes, and she'd go back and talk to a supervisor, and then she'd come back and she says, Sir, we're going to have to put you on a plane and send you out. Uh, you've got some charges on your... Uh, she wasn't being real specific, you know, but she, she's... We can't allow you into Canada. And I was like, I was just here last uh, the week before last. I've been here four times and nothing happened. I mean, what, what's going on now? Well, I'm sorry. And I was freaked. And they wouldn't let me call him. They wouldn't let me call up there. He's up there waiting for me. I was going to say, I he's guess. probably circling the airport. He's wondering where I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, they wouldn't allow me to call him. And I asked them, would you please at least have the courtesy to call the person that's waiting for me upstairs? You know, we're, we're like 40 minutes past the time that I landed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. So finally, they sent me down a hallway into this little sitting room. And no one had called him. We're getting close to an hour. 
So I looked around over one shoulder, I looked over the other shoulder, and I pulled out my cell phone real quick to tell him what was going on. And as soon as I picked up the cell phone, agents came out of every corner of the room and surrounded me, snatched me up, grabbed my cell phone. <laughs> you are no longer in America. You will do what we say. I was scared to death, and they picked me up, and they shoved me down a hall toward a jail cell. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. They took everything out of my pockets. They photocopied everything I had, my itinerary, everything. I continued to wait. And uh, this was during all the SARS stuff, too. You know, here I was willing to go up there and see, you know, all the SARS paperwork I had to fill out. Right. I remember asking them, I said, let me see. The Rolling Stones are here to do a SARS benefit concert. And wasn't Keith Richards thrown out of this country for a problem? You won't allow people that have had any, 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 any arrests, you know? You have to get a minister's permission, they told me. And I said, well, what about Keith Richards? He's doing a concert. And he and she said, she didn't skip a beat. She said, Keith Richards paid, got a waiver and paid the to pay the fee. And I said, well, how much is the fee? And she said, $250. And I said, do you take credit cards? <laughs> and she said, you really want to go, it sounds like, huh? She said, hold on a minute. And she goes to the back, and I could hear this woman scream from the top of her lungs in the back of this room. She said, Get him out of this country! (laughs) I swear. So, they did some forms and paperwork and uh, gave me my things back and told me that I could leave. But I had to be out. I had to leave the country by 9 o'clock in the morning. Wow. Now, thank you, you can go. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. Right. I said, well, what am I supposed to do? Wander? The airport? (laughs) Wasn't there a movie made about that? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, Terminal, Tom Hanks. You know what she said? She said, why don't you have your friend come and pick you up? And I said, you mean I can leave? I, I'm, I'm thrown, being thrown out of the country, but I can. But I have to be back at 9 o'clock in the morning and to, this to go. And this is why, <laughs> this is why we have issues up here. Well, she said, yeah, anyway, I finally, we got together. They gave my phone back. By the way, it's a picture phone, a camera phone. Mm-hmm. They took pictures with my phone while they had it. That's incredible. Huh. Anyway, we went to the hotel. I was really bummed out. I, you know, we got there, and the whole thing was, you know, got to see this beautiful hotel room for just a few hours. Had to get up early in the morning and leave. Never to be coming back. And I went to customs, and I rang that doorbell, and I said, I'm here, of the intercom. I'm here, I'm here, so you can throw me out of your country. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they came to the door. Of course, it was a whole different crew, and they didn't know what I was talking about. And I told them, and... They looked over the paperwork, and they said, well, you need to, where's your itinerary? And I said, they told me to be here at this office. They didn't tell me anything about an itinerary. I said, here's the old one. You've got to go get it all changed with a new airline, air tickets and all. We have to see this stuff. So I go upstairs to U.S. Airway, and the guy looked at me, and he said, sir, where are your guards? He said, they're you're supposed to have, every time they do this, there's always guards with them. Where, where are your guards? I said, I don't know what's going on. And I told him my whole story. He leaned over the counter and he said, you need to go back to your hotel. He said, they'll never know. He said, they'll never know. And you don't deal with Canadians on the way out. You only deal with the Americans when you're leaving. He said, go have a wonderful time in Canada. (laughs) My problem was I was too freaked out because they had already photocopied everything. And I could just see them knocking on my hotel room door the next day. And then arresting you, yeah. Coming to get me. 
So I left. And that's weird because I thought Canada was so liberal and stuff. I can't. I couldn't believe the woman's comments about why aren't you really here to see your partner? Yeah, how did you? she know that? I don't know. Now, did she mean partner as in lover or partner as in partner in no, crime? Lover sounds like to me. She meant lover. She meant it. It was all written all over her face. She meant gay. She she wasn't. Uh, I mean, she knew you were gay, and she was. That's, that's appalling. She must have thought you was cute, and it broke her heart. Made her mad. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't strip search you and give you a body cavity search or anything, did they? Well, while I was waiting, I took the latest flight out so he and I could be together. Yeah. I acted like I couldn't get on the one they suggested I get on. So right, I, I was going to say, yeah, do that. So we could be together, and we had lunch at the airport, you know, so we could stay together. And uh, while I was there, I called the American embassy and the Canadian embassy and the and the Canadian consulate, and everyone was really nice about it, but they're real strict. You can get a minister's permission and pay pay a fine. Once you get that, does that does that last for a good long time? A minister doesn't mean like a religious minister. I don't know what kind of minister he is. Because like, well, you presumably could use. Oh, no, I presume they mean a, a government minister. Yeah, like a cabinet it's minister. <laughs> it's not a Presbyterian minister. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's just clarify that because some people may not know. Some people still think I live in an igloo. You don't. <laughs> well, here, let me add a little funny funny thing to it. So here we are still madly in love, and I'm trying to figure out a way to get into Canada. So I have this bright idea about a week later, two weeks later, I decided to do it again. <laughs> this time, I have this bright idea. I'll fly to Buffalo, I'll rent a car, and I'll get in all that Niagara Falls traffic like a tourist and just get waved over. And glide right through. <laughs> so by the time I got out of the airport and got the got the rent car and got there, it was late at night and it was like a ghost town and I was really kind of scared to do it. But I finally took a deep breath and paid the American toll and then got over to the other toll booth and there was this little like 18-year-old kid in his Canadian uniform standing there and there was a big casino behind him <laughs> on the Canadian side. He said, hello. What's the purpose of your visit? Why are you here? Hey. How long? Hey. And I said, Hey. I said, Yeah, hey. <laughs> I said, hey. I'm going to that casino. <laughs> I said, I'm going to that casino right behind you. I'm meeting some friends. We're going to gamble. Have a good time. And he said, Enjoy your stay in Canada. And I was like, Yeah. So I, then I drove that like 45 minutes to Toronto or Toronto. Toronto. So you uh, invaded Canada. And now the joke's on them because you're on the Canadian. You're on Radio yeah. Gay in Canada. <laughs> there you go. So there. They like Maybe we us. could have a campaign, an email writing campaign. Maybe we could have a... <laughs> Let Sean Yondo into Canada. Hello, Sean Yondo. We can get Bronx to do some chants. Yeah, we can do some commercials. <laughs> Let Sean Yondo into Canada. <laughs> do you know I did it again yet a following week? I did. I went up there again, and I tried it, and it backfired the second time uh, I tried to drive across. Oh no! What happened? Oh. Now you're really not allowed in. I get up there. I did what I, exactly what I said I did before, and I got to the toll booth, and the woman said, "Have you ever had a problem getting in Canada before?" And I said, "Yeah, every time I come here for some reason." <laughs> she said, "You need to pull into this little building right over answer. here." So I <laughs> took a shot. <laughs> well. I'm sure it was on everything. She wouldn't have. There were red flags, so I pulled over to the little uh, office there at the toll booths. Took a sharp left in front of all the other cars to pull over. 
went inside. This little old man hobbled up, and I told him my story, gave him my license, and he gave it to this younger guy in a uniform, you know, that... The Mounties. A Mountie. Immigration a Mountie uniform. look. You know, one of those hats that looks like Sergeant Carter's hat in uh, Gomer Pine. You know, that was, you know, those, looks <laughs> oh, like a Marine surprise, Corps surprise, hat. Surprise, surprise, Yes, it's a real Canadian yeah. mounted police. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm sure he's immigration, but... <laughs> RCMP. Hey. So the old man comes back over and he says, oh, no. you may as well have a seat. Oh. This is going to take a while. So I wanted to go get my cell phone out of the car. It is right there. The headlight, you know, the front of the car is right next to me and him and everything. And I turned around and I walked over to the car and just opened the door and sat down and got the cell phone. And that uniform guy came out screaming, what are you doing? Get back in here. Oh, he got crazy. I said, oh, man, I'm just, I'm just getting a phone. You can't use your phone. I don't know what it is about phones. You can't use phones in any uh, customs areas. Guess not. Anyway, he goes, and I see him swipe that driver's license, and a big oh, no. stack of papers comes out of it, you know, out of the printer. <laughs> Huge stack. And he comes back over, and he says, what in the world is all of this? And I said, well, you probably think it's really funny. <laughs> I said, I said this. I got in trouble for something in Texas that you guys would laugh at here. And he said, I'm sure we would. Why don't you tell me about it? <laughs> and I told him the story, explained it to him. And he looked at me and just shook his head and handed it all <laughs> right back on. and said, have a nice trip. So he let you in. So apparently it's up to it's up to the agent. It's uh, right. or the height the, how high the security thing is. How high they think level. you're a big, what kind of threat they think you are. Now, I guess I'm having second thoughts because I always wanted to go up and see Toronto. But after that, <laughs> I don't know if I want to have to go through any drama and you know, I have a clean record, so... You have you know. a clean record, you're fine. Well, it was not pretty. Yeah. Just don't go with Sean. <laughs> Pretend you don't know him. <laughs> I smuggle him in. I'm afraid to go into the States. I'm afraid I won't be let back into Canada. Don't they require the... Do they, are they requiring the passport now? They do. They do. Plus, like, years ago, I came across with my son, Doug, and Doug was only, like, five or six years old. And I'd bought a pack of cigarettes across the border, unwrapped them, took off all the... Um, stamps the u.s stamps all over the the wrapping and brought them back across the border well we got stopped and the officer was checking my purse and doug leans over to me and goes i hope he doesn't find the cigarettes mom (laughs) (laughs) oh so they think you've got a hundred cartons of cigarettes oh my god no he because he had then it was it was obvious it was the pack and i was just i was mortified i could have killed him i got banned from crossing the border for two years they would they they said two years you're not allowed to cross the border i'm scared to death of crossing the border now because i'm afraid i won't be let back in they don't play around up there you just Mm -mm. don't know has anybody been to mexico yeah i've driven down there before one time i had i guess you call it a gun clip magazine right and I forgot I had it in my glove compartment box because in Arizona you can drive around with a gun, right? And I drove down to Mexico, forgot all about it. Whoops. And they searched the car and they found it. And I have a whole bunch of people with M16s, M15s surrounding me. Where's the gun? Where's the gun? I left the gun at home but forgot to take the clip out the glove oh compartment box. Oh, my God. And, of course, down in Mexico, 
as long as you have a little bit of money, I guess you can pay them off a little bit and they'll let you go. But I had to leave that night. <laughs> wow. You're you're allowed to drive around with a gun in your car? Why would you drive around with a gun in your car? Well, it's legal in Arizona. But why you know would I mean? you? And, well, because... To shoot well, people. But, 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 but that's not... <laughs> Diane, dog. Doesn't having more guns there make it more of a high crime state? It just allows for more gunplay? Duh. No, not, not if you have one, too. <laughs> well, there's a little argument. <laughs> yeah, right. We've got a little argument about that going on here in the U.S. I just, I, I'm sorry. I don't, I'm, I'm not, in all honesty, I'm not mocking it. I just don't well, understand. I tell you, it's a pretty Some of us don't understand it either. Like the carjacking. That's one of the main reasons why I always had my 380 on me. While I was in Arizona. <laughs> Get out of the car. Fuck you. Step back from the car. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of road rage out there. Though. Good thing Bruiser didn't have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Could <laughs> oh, <laughs> you oh imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Might need to edit that out. <laughs> That's one way to cope with road rage. Everybody carries a gun. <laughs> Don't right. point a finger at them. <laughs> yeah, if you can't beat them, join them. <laughs> oh, do you think John's listening? <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll listen to this. Hi, John. So. How are you doing, babe? Are you fucking talking to me? <laughs> hey, John. What's up, buddy? <laughs> That's my boy. I love John. Well, we got we we got a post. <laughs> got a complaint. Jedi Master Yoda, you seek Yoda. <laughs> We got a uh, we got a post on the site from Jedi Master eighty three, and he says, "Okay, so far I've listened to episode one and thirteen, and the only word that comes to mind regarding those two shows is boring." <laughs> I'll listen to the other shows before passing final judgment, but so far I've been disappointed. After listening to the first show, I thought, "Well, it's just the first show; it'll get better." Today I listened to episode thirteen, and it was the same. I had to listen to 20 minutes, 20 plus minutes of BS about candles before the main topic was even brought up. I'm just trying to offer some constructive criticism here, and I do have some suggestions for improving the show. First of all, spice things up. You guys can say anything you want, and yet it's like listening to any other radio program. Second, gentlemen, no offense, but please let Diane have some more airtime. She's got a very sexy voice, and I'd like to hear more <laughs> from her and the woman's point of view. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the other 11 episodes are better. If they are, I'll be sure to give honest feedback about them, too. <laughs> wow. So I'm sure that my 30 minutes of Canadian uh, talk just really bored him to death. You need to keep the... Keep the sound effects going, Josh, because we want to keep him awake. <laughs> He's a little whiner. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters. Oh. <laughs> I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. <laughs> Jedi Master. Red Leader standing by. Gray Leader standing by. Green Leader standing by. Luck as foils and attack positions. <laughs> He won't be my fan for long because I hate Star Wars. The Emperor has been expecting you. I've never seen Star Wars, not one episode. Don't say that to Star Wars fans because you know what, Sean? What happened to me? They, 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 
my friend of mine made me watch all three of the f- old episodes in a row. They will turn on you. And it sucks. They will turn on you if they find out you are not a st- not a Star Wars Totally. Fan They're insane. Listen, I went to the movie to see the movie like everyone else, the first one, and I fell asleep. At the, right about the time, it, you know, those, what is that first words, a long time ago, far away, or some shit? Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. I fell asleep. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so someone tells me that I, you really have to see this, so let's go. Let me take you again. So I go, and you know what? <laughs> fell asleep again. I thought it was pretty good. I thought the first one was pretty good. The one that came back out, I, I think it was 99, I think it was. Episode 3, was 4. 99? No, I one. saw all six of them. No, that was episode 1, yeah. right? Years later, years later, someone brings it to the house on a video. You know what? You fell asleep again. I dozed off again. I've never You're not seen, meant to I've see never the seen movie, any of obviously. I hate science fiction. Me too. Anyway, Jedi Master probably, he's probably fell asleep during the <laughs> all that Canadian talk. But then I wanted to go on. It says, then Diane responds to him, Jedi, your words hey. are appreciated. <laughs> when you listen to other shows, you will find that we range all over the board from comedy to drama. Wait to a minute, Browns. you're reading it wrong, dude. No. <laughs> Teacher-esque, which is not a word, by the way. I agree. <laughs> I agree with you on the boring. What the hell? Now, what the hell is that about, girl? Look, I'm, I, yeah, read the rest of it. I agree with you on the boring, but sometimes it's just what it is, you know? And thanks for the compliment. Nice to know I have fans. Well, see, I know you got all balled no, up no, in, no, the, wait in a the complimentary minute, part of it. Okay, that aside. I, yeah. I appreciate the compliments. I'm uh-huh. not, I don't, mm, I think boring is too strong a word. And I didn't read what he said as a, what, what did you call it, a complaint? I read it as a criticism. There's times when we're really fucking funny. And then there's times when we're just not. And I myself prefer funny. And I find the rest, I, I tune out. And now I'm not saying boring as in I'm, I want to yawn and go to sleep, but I can tune out and do other things. Whereas when we're funny, I find myself caught up in the show. Oh, she actually listens to the show when we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to it anyways, but I just find it easier to click out. I, I appreciate criticism. I think it's good and we need to hear it. We really do. But reading between the lines, it almost gets a little mean-spirited when it gets I to it. And it lives so. just a 20 minutes plus of bullshit oh, well. about candles. I think okay? the thing is he didn't listen to the rest of them. I mean, like if you listen to them in like sequential order... Some of them gets better, you know. Some of them are funny. Some of them. Some of them reflect back. Are more serious, you know. Yeah. Well, you and show I mean? number one was a pretty much matter of fact sort of show. Just the facts, the ma'am. The Just the facts. <laughs> right. That was that one, and then he goes to the last one about a uh, semi-serious topic of circumcision. Yeah. He doesn't go back and read about the self. Oh, wait till he or, wait till he hears the the DP you know episode. I mean? It's like it's it's so much stuff he didn't listen to yet. Totally. So. You know, like, Jedi, listen to the rest of them and then make a reply and see if you feel the same way. Yeah, I mean, I welcome criticism, but there's, I read between the lines on this one, buddy. He welcomes criticism, just doesn't like the people who do it. (laughs) So there. (laughs) Yes. Jedi Master. Jedi Master Yoda. Do you see Yoda? Yoda. 
is CNN. Uh-oh, See, even Darth, that's Darth Vader. The Emperor has been expecting you. <laughs> yeah, it's the same guy. Darth Vader went to work for CNN. <laughs> so the Canadians, the Canadians like us, and then maybe the Star Wars people don't like it, or the Cana- the Canadians like the Star Wars guys don't. Maybe, don't <laughs> Star Wars know. people oh, well, really don't like us Marshall. anymore. <laughs> Well, after reading your post, I'm not sure if the Canadians like us. I don't think Diane likes us. I like us. I like us. I just like us more sometimes. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Sean Yondo's Penis Posse on Measurection Radio. Let's see. We've got some uh, some penis news. Actually, this is the uh, porn stars strut their stuff at the 23rd annual AVN Awards last Saturday. Uh, cameras whirred and fans pressed 10 deep against a velvet rope in Las Vegas to catch a glimpse of their favorite stars sashaying into one of the first entertainment award shows of the year. And the stars such as Arnold Schwarzenpecker and Brittany Rears were not quite household names. <laughs> the 23rd annual Adult Video News, AVN Awards, the Oscars of Porn, boasted a higher attendance than ever this year, with more than 5,000 watching Saturday night's two-hour-long event in a huge ballroom at the Ritzy Venetian Hotel. The winners were as earnest and even as tearful as their Hollywood counterparts in their appreciation of the glass trophies they took home, and works such as A Day Without Whores and Big Butt Road Trip won fulsome praise. <laughs> Actor Manuel Ferreira, who picked up the award for Male Performer of the Year, drew laughs when he, quote, thanked everyone, especially the ladies. Best Film Actress winner Savannah Sampson was cheered when she recognized the support of her peers as crucial because, quote, most of her family is pretty ashamed at what I do. X-rated interviewers on the red carpet asked the usual questions, but the answers were often as X-rated as the movies being honored. One statuesque Scarlet, who appeared to be wearing nothing underneath her tight-fitting velvet dress, told an interviewer that she planned to expand into extreme anal in the coming year. Ron Jeremy, a portly porn superstar, pledged to keep delivering the goods for his fans. He's still alive. <laughs> Go Hedgehog! I'm still working. Not as much as... Not as much, but as long as the penis works, I'm going to exploit it, he said. Yeah, porn is big business. Adult entertainment, including porn videos and films shot mainly in Southern California's San Fernando Valley, racked up an estimated sales of $12.6 billion in 2005. That compared with the U.S. theatrical revenue of only $8.9 billion for mainstream Hollywood films. Another famous pornographer, Larry Flint, picked up a Hall of Fame Founders Award for free speech related to the industry, which has lately found itself under attack by President Bush's administration over obscenity. Wheelchair-browned Flint said, Adult entertainment has gone to a $10 billion business, and it happened because it's a business that everyone cares about and takes seriously. And I think we ought to remind the rest of the country about that. Damn right. Yep. That sort of relates to our, uh, our 2257 uh, which some of you may remember caused us to pull the uh, the photos off the site for a while. And I, I believe there's been some developments in that, has there, there Alan? There have indeed. Uh, for those who, who don't know, when we talk about the 2257 rules that, that affect uh, depictions of, of nude people and depictions of sexual acts, uh, we're talking about a section of the United States Code that is called the Child Protection and Obscenity Enforcement Act of 1988. Under that act, the Justice Department makes rules to, uh, to enforce the, the law, and the Justice Department uh, established some new rules effective June 23rd of 2005, and those new rules would have required any website that had nude pictures or, or pictures of explicit sexual acts on them to do the same kind of record-keeping that the producers of the original material have to keep 
which which would have meant that that uh, for a, a site like ours where we've just got pictures gathered from around the web of of uh, naked people with with small penises that, that our members have gathered and and stuck into the to the uh, gallery uh, it would have been impossible uh, in any case the the uh, free speech coalition which we are a member of uh, sued to block the Justice Department from enforcing the new regulations and in addition to to filing a suit which probably will take two or three years to work its way through the courts, the Free Speech Coalition applied for a temporary restraining order to stop the Justice Department from enforcing the new rules on members of the Free Speech Coalition. And just uh, about a week ago, the uh, court finally issued issued that temporary restraining order. It agreed that the position of the Free Speech Coalition is uh, sufficiently likely to be successful in in the actual case on the merits of the matter, um, and that the damage to the members of the Free Speech Coalition would be sufficiently great that the Justice Department should be blocked from enforcing the rules against members of the, the coalition until the case works its way through the courts. So that means that, uh, that our, our galleries are safe for a while, uh, and, that's good. And, uh, and that's very, very good news. And the, the reasons the judge gave for the, the, uh, the decision that he made are all are all very good and, and, and augur well for the ultimate uh, outcome of the case. Excellent. Yeah, I think he likes his porn. Great. And that's good news. It really is. The, uh, the bad news, if there, if there is any, is that Senator Orrin Hatch has proposed a bill in the uh, Senate that would modify the law in a, and, in effect, make the law consistent with what the Justice Department was trying to do. Uh, the... The Free Speech Coalition's position is that the new rules from the Justice Department are not oh. consistent with the law, and uh, and the judge kind of seems to agree with them uh, that the new rules are oh. not consistent with the law. So, uh, so Senator Hatch is is uh, is trying to hatch a new bill to yeah. to change the law. Uh, hopefully, he will not be successful in that. Well, what was that thing that was just won the other day that said that couples could now solicit for sex in clubs in Canada now? What was that thing all about? What? Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I have no idea. It's I missed like that a, one. A swinger's law or wow. something like that? Or a swinger's club law? A new swinger's law. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I did see something about that. And I think what it was saying is that the operators of a swinger's club are not themselves soliciting Oh, okay. For sex, and that since the the participants don't pay one another for for sex because it's a private club and they go there and they do their thing, that uh, that the whole operation is essentially legal, isn't it? Was it before? Yet they won't let Sean into the country (laughs) because he sold a dildo. Yeah, they tried to shut the thing down and claim that the owner or operator of the club was was essentially soliciting for sex. Which is which is still illegal. Well, that's, uh, yeah, and, but that's ridiculous. But the court says he was not, in fact, or the owner or owners were not soliciting for sex. Mm. The emperor has <laughs> been expecting you. <laughs> Wake up, Jedi man! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't weed legal up there too? Is, is what marijuana? I, is it illegal? Is marijuana legal up? Th- no, legal oh, no. up there. No, no, no. Oh, really? Oh, for some reason I always thought that. It was legal, like no, no. It's a slap on the wrist. Any offense that that involves um, anything to do with marijuana is a complete slap on the wrist. So it's like you know, next to illegal, or next next to legal. Okay, it's a misdemeanor. 
It's a misdemeanor then. But if you've got it on your record from over on this side of the border, forget it. Well, I think that's the only thing stopping Canada from legalizing it is the fact that the U.S. would, like, slam its doors shut faster, you know, tighter than a nun's cunt. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of the movie Casanova, which I saw this week. And the scene where where he's being charged with uh, with having had sex with a novice, meaning you know, a, a, someone who's studying to become a nun in the in the church, and his reply is, "She was no novice." <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess everyone heard Mr. Blackwell's worst dress list came out. Today. I didn't read the paper I, today I for the first it. time in forever. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I, I heard it on CNN. I'm going to get to something after I read it, the reason I brought it up. But just uh, while we're on the topic, uh, number 10, from, isn't there, this is uh, from the bottom up. Number 10 was Renee Zellweger. Number 9 was Lindsay Lohan. Number 8 was Shakira. Number 7 was Anna Nicole Smith. Number 6 was Paris Hilton. Number 5, Mariah Carey. Number 4 was Eva Longoria. Number three was Jessica Simpson. Number two, Mary-Kate Olsen. And (laughs) number one was Britney Spears. (laughs) What we're going to be doing here, and the reason I brought this up, and I'm going to go into this in greater detail later, but uh, uh, we're going to have an annual award here on Measurection as well. It'll be one award. It won't be a list of ten or or three. It's going to be one a year, and it's going to be given to... Whoever, we're going to have a little watchdog list, and you know, you, you'll be able to post on the website if you saw something or heard something or saw a product advertisement uh, or, an, or or heard uh, Jay Leno or someone make a disparaging remark, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. where they run up lots of jokes. Oh. And uh, we're going to issue an annual award from MeasureAction.com, which is going to be called the Golden Tweezer Award. <laughs> That's a good name. We're, Golden tweezers. Golden tweezer. Well, you've always heard the. You've you've heard somebody say, "God, it's so small. I got to oh, yeah, yeah. use a magnifying glass and tweezers." <laughs> oh you know. Yeah. Well, we're gonna give them tweezers to hold their wieners. That's good. <laughs> no, we're gonna have it gold plated. The whole nine yards is gonna be mounted just like a real award, and we're gonna send it out, and we're going to send press releases to every morning and afternoon wow. drive radio station in North America, <laughs> so that they can read it. Oh, so they're not going to want to be on it. Good, right So it's not going to be a prestigious thing. This is for the worst disparagement of small penises. Yes. So just like the Mr. Blackwell thing, they're not going to want to be named, they're not going to want to get this golden tweezer. Yeah, it's going to be the dreaded, the dreaded (laughs) Measureaction.com golden tweezer award every year. Right on. That's funny. I've been thinking about that for years. That's very clever. I like it. I like it. Okay. Bendita standing by. Gray leader standing by. Green leader standing by. Wake up, Jedi Master. Luck has foils and attack positions. <laughs> and now a word from Pink Leader. And <laughs> yeah, now a word from Pink Leader. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be me. That would be Sean. <laughs> well, here's another tidbit of penis news, sort of. Um, you know, we have this affiliate program where... Uh, we put the banners on on the site. We don't right. get any money from unless unless right. you purchase something through these people. And oh, no, get, it never works. But yeah, like we may get a quarter if you bear, you know, buy something that costs five thousand dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they only pay it when you have a hundred dollars quarterly. Yeah. So, so you don't ever see that quarter for a long time. 
and I apply for these, and I apply, you know, and we, and many people, many of them will uh, agree and allow us to use the banners. Uh, but uh, we do get the ones who who say no, and we got a good one today. I wanted to read it to you. We regret to this one's a little different than most of them because most of them don't say it quite like this. We regret to inform you that your site has been permanently rejected <laughs> permanently. from the participation of the championcatalog.com affiliate program. Champion Catalog. Have you seen the champion uh, mm. sportswear, yeah. the right. t-shirts right. with the champion logo? NFL they, jerseys and things like that. Yeah. Well, they're owned by Sarah Lee. The cake? Sarah Lee, who owns Jimmy Dean, Brian, Ballpark Sausages, or, you know, mm-hmm. Jimmy Dean Sausage, Ballpark Franks, Iron Kids, Hillshire Farms, Earth Greens. The reason for this decision may include one or more of the following reasons. An ability to access the website, which isn't true. Website not yet live, not true. Traffic levels too low, not true. Inappropriate material on site, <laughs> well, maybe. Subject. Lack of privacy The Wiener policy, Company doesn't want to be true. associated with wieners? So, well, uh, just... <laughs> so what's up with that? <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. Just keep this in mind, people, when you're shopping for weenies and sausages. Sarah Lee, Jimmy Dean, Brian, and Ballpark. Okay? They're banned from Measurection Radio. Banned from us. They don't like us. Tell them to bite your weenie. I want to learn the ways of the Force and become a Jedi like my father. Hi! Hey, Josh. Oh! Welcome back! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we're back! I'm standing there like I'm waiting for a bus, and I'm waiting for Sean to speak, and it's, it's red. It's my turn. Um, I want to do, uh, give everyone an update on the 2006 Regional Gathering, which will take place in Orlando, Florida. The dates are February 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th, 2006. That's President's Day weekend. We do have some group space uh, at a at the hotel we're using blocked in. The uh, The nightly rate is 59 uh 59 I think with tax it works up to 69.50 per night but it's a it's a suite you could share rooms uh, to save some money and that does need to be booked pretty soon so uh, we're gonna put the link in the show note to the uh, in the show notes to the discussion about the Orlando gathering but that's coming up fast and if you want to meet some of our measurection members uh, I know Sean myself and Alan will be there as well as uh, several of our uh, measurection.com regulars we uh, it's looking like we're gonna have a good turnout and We'll do some uh, some uh, cocktail parties and some gatherings and out to dinner a few times. And we're going to uh, hit a couple of Disney theme parks. I'm a big Disney buff, so don't miss it. We're going to, uh, you know, what, what, now's your opportunity to ride It's a Small World with uh, uh, your oh, Measurection friends. <laughs> and if you can't be there for the whole weekend, you're welcome to, to join us for just a day or two. Yes, yes. So check it out. I'm so jealous. It'll be fun. <laughs> I wanted to do a shout-out to Corky Maniola over on Bad Weeds. Bad Weeds? Bad Weeds Podcast. Bad Weeds. Bad Weeds, San Francisco. Uh, he, last week, interviewed Bruiser. John. John, our former producer. And it was a great interview. It was wonderful. John gets to tell his entire story. It's a little over an hour, and it's 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 it, Bad Weeds is a good show. I listen to 
a couple of them. Let's see, I listened to one where, yeah, he he does his out of San Francisco, and he 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 reported once. He goes on the street sometimes. He he reported once an interview. Just walked up to people in the post <laughs> office, the gayest post office <laughs> in America. <laughs> it's funny, but uh, did he wear a pink toque? I don't know. Oh, but they nice. said a lot of nice things about Measurection, and uh, I want to thank them for that. And uh, check out check Bad Leads. And check out Bruiser I, Chronicles. I think John's been on a couple of those episodes, I think, on uh, Bad Weed. Yeah, they, here's what happened. They were going to do it in two parts because it was so long. And whenever he did it, he said Feed Bernard screwed something up. And uh, it was delayed. I don't know the whole story, but they uh, he decided whenever they did part two, he just decided to combine them both into cool. it's the whole thing okay. in, in the second one. Let's see. Anything else? Let's see. Oh, you maybe you could help better with this. If anyone is wondering, our last show was uh, released on the the date of the uh, the funerals had started mm-hmm. for the the miners in West Virginia. That horrible, horrible disaster tragedy. in West Virginia, and it was a last minute yeah, decision. We put the coal miner's daughter little excerpt of that song at the beginning of the show and. Uh, just for a little thing, a little little silence, and then we started up in our in our thing. But uh, when we when we <laughs> uploaded ours, we had a little feed burner. We had a little problem too. Well, you want to tell what happened? Josh, well, if anybody listened immediately, let's start, start I just want people to understand because I'm all mortified now. It was supposed to be a nice little thing. Well, to start at the beginning, Sean said, "Do the coal miner's daughter thing that he the clip that he prepared, right. then do a six second pause, and then go into the theme song." And I said. Six seconds is a little long, maybe more like four or five, and but but I did the six second pause that he liked, mm-hmm. and then then he wanted it a couple seconds shorter. So it's about an it's so what, what I did the show and put it up, and then it's about an hour process to just save it and re-upload it. Um, so I did it. I short. I took the two seconds out, did it, put the put the show back up. And then Alan, Alan had a little glitch last week where he started his recording a second or two late, and I oh, didn't no. readjust for that after I took that two seconds out. So then Alan was off kilter. So then I spent another hour to resave and upload oh. the, uh, the the to get Alan's the, track the right. thing again. And this time, my my in fooling around some different settings in Audacity to change the bit rate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it had changed the the bit rate or the sampling rate oh. to something that was incompatible with the flash player. So the file was fine for everybody using podcatchers and listening directly off the website. But if you were using the little flash player on our website, Loretta Lynn sounded oh, like a chipmunk. No. <laughs> yeah, it came out like chipmunks because it, 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 yes. So then I discovered that, and I did it two or three more times. So probably another three oh. or four hours fiddling around, testing and uploading and seeing Boy. if it worked in the in the Boy, flash gosh. player. So. So it sounded um, like a joke instead of, uh, for a while instead of terrible. what it was meant to be. So then, to be. so then tonight, Sean says, now maybe we should pull the coal miner's daughter thing out now that the funerals are done. So maybe my project this weekend uh, will Coal miner's show. daughter is, is, has been inducted into the Smithsonian Institution as the, one of the greatest songs of, of the 20th century. And I just thought it would be a little, little tribute. And it kind of jacked up on us a little Anyway, it was that's... a lovely gesture that went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All for two seconds. <laughs> I know. I'm sure Jedi Master hated it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, wait. We're we're boring Jedi Master <laughs> I know now. That. Yeah. Functioning little twerp. Oh. <laughs> what did that thing say? <laughs> well, I had good huh? intentions. 
That's Ewoks. That's like the chipmunk song. That's, what, that's the chipmunk song. Well, I think that's all the time we have tonight. We didn't even have a topic tonight. We're going to get in big trouble. Oh, yeah, we are. Yeah, bite me. <laughs> Screw you, our show. It, well, this is a Canadian topic. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're celebrating... Uh, joining RadioGay.ca. We're in Canada. This is our Canadian show, and we figured, you know, once I told my big long... (laughs) Maybe here's where we'll insert our Canadian national anthem. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Oh, Canada, our home and native land, true patriot love, in all thy sons come Shut the fuck up, will ya? Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. And we apologize to the francophones. What's a francophone? A French speaker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought it was like no, a derogatory no. term for gay people or something. A francophone, a Georgophone. No, no. You, Franco. You selected, oh, the, I selected the English yes, version. you selected the English version. So. Here's Anglo and Franco. Isn't that the new Providence in Canada now? Nanavut. No, Nanavut. Oh, na- okay. And it's not Nanavut. a province. It's a territory. We have we have provinces and then we have territories. And it's it's the newest territory. <laughs> and welcome to any Nanavut listeners. It's like it's like Canada's Puerto Rico. Did they have to spl- did they have to split another territory up? We're out of control. Okay, I'm I'm starting to get about I, I'm about to get into uh, <sighs> J- uh, Jedi Master's court now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting tired of it, too. Sorry. <laughs> Blame Canada. That's all the time we have tonight. To participate in Measure X Radio, call our dick phone to uh, toll-free, new toll-free number in the U.S. and Canada, 1-877-922-DICK, 1-877-922-3425. On Gizmo, our username is MeasureXion. Send us email at radio at com. Or visit us on the web at www.measurection.com slash radio. That's M-E-A-S-U-R-E-C-T-I-O-N dot com slash radio. We love to get email with audio attachments. So use your computer to record an audio file and attach it to an email and send it to radio at measurection.com. I was going to insert one thing here. We actually, our virgin toll-free dick phone call came in, I think, yesterday. Uh, the first person to call the toll-free dick phone, 877-922-DICK, was our good friend Jerry. Hello, this is Jerry from Colorado. Diane, you really need to be careful what you put on the resurrection board. You said, tell us you love us, tell us you hate us, send us a favorite recipe. So here's a recipe. Unfortunately, I've never had the chance to actually try this one out, but it sounds like it might add some holiday cheer. I've heard of this recipe for rum balls. The ingredients you need are a willing male partner, some rum, and a cereal bowl. I love this. Pour a generous amount of rum into the cereal bowl. Gently dip your partner's balls into the rum. (laughs) Lick the rum off the balls. Repeat as necessary. (laughs) For those of you who don't care for rum, you could probably substitute bourbon or another beverage of your choice. But anyway, there's a favorite recipe I'd sure like to try sometime. Maybe Steve will let you try this out sometime, Diane. Thanks for letting us share 
your visits on the podcast. Goodbye. Thanks, Jerry, for that phone call. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jerry. Yes, thank you, Jerry. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, visitors.